Hey, welcome back to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. Today's guest is my first reality TV star and entrepreneur, John Fry. Coming live from the Fly Studio in Commerce Township, it's the Fulfilling Life's Yearnings Podcast. And I'm your host, Blake Giovanni Thomas Soule. And if you're ready to be your best by writing the script of your life to whatever you want it to be, and taking action on your dreams, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to enter the fly zone. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the fly host you love the most, and I'm back with another episode of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. And today I have another special guest for you today, and his name is John Fry. And I'm excited to have John on today because I've reached out to him on a platform called Levo.com. And just started up a conversation about him coming on the show and here he is today on a bright early Friday morning and we're just ready to rock and roll. So without further ado, John, thanks for coming on today and how are you doing? Hey man, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We kind of had a little, uh, a week, a week or so's time to, to get yeah. it going, but you know, that happens and, and we're, and we're just going with this. So I appreciate you taking the time out, uh, to come back on here again. So for oh, start for, sure. for starters, John, I just want to talk about, you know, who you are and, mm-hmm. and, and what's your story? Yeah, man. Uh, so I'm John Fry. I'm an entrepreneur who loves pugs, dancing and saving the world. It's a little <laughs> tagline. Um, you know, uh, I really have a, a love for creating things and that's kind of abstract, but kind of narrowed down. It's, um, you know, seeing, seeing a problem or seeing something that's lacking in the world and then creating something to fill that void. Uh, so that's what I've been doing. I, I left, I'm from Florida and I left when I was about 17, moved out there, you know, no connections, no anything. I wanted to, um, see what Silicon Valley was all about. Okay. Ended up doing some awesome stuff. I got mentored by, uh, the CEO of startup grind, amazing organization for entrepreneurs and, and, and found my way eventually to, um, ABC family on a show called startup you, which was an interesting journey. Okay. And uh, actually launched a startup out of that, and then unfortunately just had to shut it down. And so now I'm uh, on on and doing some other things, studying computer science again at school. Oh, that's interesting. So you mm-hmm. mentioned uh, a couple things there. For mm-hmm. one, you said you were on ABC's Family Startup. You what was that? Yeah, so that was uh, that was a show. Uh, it was a docu series, quote unquote, pretty pretty much a reality show. And it followed myself and nine other entrepreneurs as we went through this program called Draper University. Uh, it was started by a venture capitalist by the name of Tim Draper, who started uh, co-founded DFJ Ventures, super big um, venture capital firm. They funded Skype, Tesla, um, all all kinds of huge companies. So he started the school. And uh, Ugly Brothers Studios, a production company, was interested in filming it, so they got ABC in on it, and they followed me and my uh, nine other fellow entrepreneurs as we started our various companies. That's interesting. How did you end mm-hmm. up getting on that show? Was you had to you know follow the application to do a casting call? What was that process like? Yeah, pretty much. So uh, it's funny because I was I was studying at uh, UC Santa Cruz at the time, okay, and I was procrastinating on an exam, and I was like reading different articles and came across this article that said, uh, you know, TV show f- or something for entrepreneurs. And I read up on it and it described Draper University and it was exactly the thing I was looking for because I wanted to be in a community of entrepreneurs, um, which I didn't really find at school. So I decided to just, you know, throw in an application, didn't expect anything from it. And, you know, lo and behold, it ended up working out. 
And they say nothing comes out of procrastination. That's that's really cool to, <laughs> yeah <laughs> to hear about. So you you did start up. You you originally went in there with your own startup that you said you're not doing now, and mm-hmm. and now you're moving on to something else. Now, um, what is that that other startup that you're doing, and 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 what was it that really made you interested in in in, in this entrepreneurial road? Uh, the current startup or the new thing I'm doing? The uh, your current startup. Yeah, so uh, well, I would I wouldn't call it a startup, but okay. uh, basically, uh, since maybe September or so, I started blogging um, under under a handle of Young and Foolish. Okay, the the whole premise being, you know, young and foolish enough to try and start a company. So I've been kind of throwing a couple blogs here and there, and now that the company shut down, I have a little bit more time on my hands. I'd like to kind of really ramp up the content. So um, I'm actually starting my own podcast called Young and Foolish. Um, where we interview different uh, startup titans, as I like to say, and it's half story um, and then half tactical advice. So the first part is, you know, what's your story? And the last latter part is, you know, how can people replicate what you've done or learn from your experiences? Um, so really just putting out a lot of content. I, I write a blog post every Friday, just released one today, actually. Um, so just putting out a lot of content through Young and Foolish. Now, that's awesome. And <laughs> Your your entrepreneurial journey, did you have, you know, family members or, or some outside influences that kind of helped molded you other than, you know, the, the startup you experienced that really mm-hmm. made you say, like, this is something that I want to spend my time doing and and also saw that, you know, you dropped out of school. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's typically not what goes on. What was your, your thought process behind doing that? And can you kind of explain, like, what benefits have happened to you since you dropped out? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think at the at the base of it, I'm just like a super curious person. So if mm-hmm. I get curious about something, it'll literally just like pull me anywhere. It could, like I was curious about California. So I went there 17, no connections and just did the thing. You know, I was curious about a startup. So I started one. Um, so I, I really think curiosity led me there. But, you know, I've uh, I've had a variety of um kind of icons, I guess I've looked up to. Steve Jobs was the first one. Um, I got my first Mac when I was 13. I was just really interested in technology and started following, um, just learning about Steve Jobs' story. And uh, that was one of my initial early influences. I actually um, don't look to Steve Jobs as much anymore. Although, you know, of course he was an, an icon in history. I'm not trying to you know, replicate what he did. You know, he's kind of an asshole. <laughs> so trying to, you know, not go that asshole route. Um, okay. And, you know, I've had family. My dad uh, was an entrepreneur. He started a very successful construction company. Um, but, you know, it's really my curiosity that's kind of led me to this entrepreneurial path. Okay, I love hearing that. And, and for the mm. people listening in, um, how old are you? I'm 19. Awesome. And for someone to, you know, you're mentioning that for your show, you're going to talk about duplication. How mm-hmm. would someone, you know, starting out listening into this show, like, ah, I want to really do something. What what would be that process that you would um, advise as far as going on that entrepreneurial path? Step one, just do it. <laughs> you know, you, uh, there's so many, I, I see a lot of people like a common trope when someone wants to start a company like, oh, I want to wait till I have this in line or I have funding or I have the perfect product or whatever. And really like the the, the best companies that have started, it's just they kind of have an idea and they just throw something out there um, under what's called a MVP, minimum viable product. Just get some like barely working version of it just to get it out there and test it to see if like people actually want to use it. Um, you know, just 
whatever your idea is, I'm sure you can hack together something. It doesn't even have to be uh, a fully functional prototype. There's a thing called Wizard of Ozing it, which is basically, you know, Wizard of Oz from, um, uh, not the, yeah, the, the wizard from the Wizard of Oz. Right. He was really behind the curtains, but he scared everyone with this big fancy projection. Um, so basically what Wizard of Ozing it means is you have, let's say, like a, a curation service, like picking out clothes for someone. And you could say on your website, it's an algorithm that picks out and emails it to you daily. Well, it could just be you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the user thinks, oh, there's some fancy algorithm like picking stuff out for me. Um, so just like figure out what the, the easiest, quickest way to get your idea like out there and working and just like push it out there. Oh, I love hearing that. So you said that one was called Wizard of Ozing. Wizard of Ozing it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that something that you learned you know, in business school or that kind of just came around from being around. Oh, no, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I learned that and I actually learned that in uh, that specific term in Draper University. I can't remember who said it, but yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. That, mm-hmm. I never heard of that one before. So, and so that was step one. Now we're, we, we, we're just doing it. Step two was really what from there? Um, You know, refining like iterating on the idea. So once, so once you put your thing out there, right, people probably say like, Oh, you know, this, you know, it's doing this, but I want it to do this, you know, it's doing X, but I want it to do Y. And you're like, okay, so you run back to the lab and then you like work on it and then push, push out the the next iteration. Eventually, of course, you want something to be, your, your users and customers will absolutely love it, like would die for it. But in the beginning, you know, it's just like kind of crappy, kind of works. People get the idea. Um, so just like perfecting your product is, is really step two. I, I would do that. Um, before you do any big like marketing or anything, just make sure your products, uh, you have a couple people, like 10 people who just like love it before you really like go big with it. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. So, so essentially yeah. it's, it's like breaking down, you know, cause I'm a, a I'm going back to school to mm. uh, take my, my science courses because mm. I want to go to a post back program and then on to medical school. So that mm. really awesome. That brings in that, uh, that, that scientific approach, which, which was something we were just talking about the other day and, in chemistry 1000 where you're having that observation or something out there that you are you know looking at and you're like oh i can come up with a solution to solve that problem and then you have your hypothesis that you come make up and then you mm-hmm. experiment and just keep on going through that process over and exactly. over until you get what you want so that's very cool now here you are um where are you actually at today are you in uh california or are you somewhere else i'm in sarasota florida at the moment yeah okay so you're back down in florida what mm-hmm. What does this upcoming year look like for you? I know we're, you know, just in the first month of of uh, 2016. Um, I have a 100-day goal, which I'm trying to get 100 people on my podcast by April 9th. What What is your, right. your goals for the new year look like? Oh, man. So I got a couple things. I, I'm really into habits versus goals. Okay. Um, so, you know, I'm doing things like uh, reading every day so I can read 24 books in this year. Uh, so, um, you know, things that are attainable. And I usually, I found that I usually end up when I beat them, I get more excited and I just keep going with it. You know, instead of reading 24 books, I'll probably end up reading like more than 30 or something. Um, but in terms of like stuff I'm putting out there, uh, you know, young and foolish is, um, the biggest thing I'm launching, uh, four podcast episodes on February 5th. I'm saying that now. So I have to, (laughs) I have to do it. First interview is, uh, in, in a few days here. And I, I'm just like super excited for this podcast. Um, I, I love podcasts. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, which is glad why you invited me on. I, I listen to probably at least like 30 hours a week of podcasts, just nice. like while I'm doing stuff. So, um, 
I, I'm also writing my second book. Uh, my first one was called Silicon Valley Survival Guide, really short on Amazon, um, just like 30 pages. And my second book is called uh, The Fail Book, which goes through all the lessons that I've learned failing this company and just kind of like breaking it down. Like, have you ever heard of Rework? Yes. Yeah, so it's it's rework style. So it's like a topic and then just like a page, one to three pages on the topic and then moves on to the next one. Oh, that's interesting. So, and so for your for your new one, it's going to be about failure. Was hmm. Now, we always see people who who are afraid to, to fail, maybe from schooling or from wherever they got it from. Can you touch on why uh, you don't have any problems with failing? You know, failing is just part of growing. Um, failing is also, I think, necessary to learn a lot. Um, you know, success is great, but it doesn't it doesn't teach you as much. But of course, you want eventually the things you've learned to lead to success. So, uh, you know, yeah, failure. And, and honestly, like it'll be okay. Like right before I got on to Startup U, I was actually in San Jose, California. I had a car flipping business, like kind of a side hustle. Mm-hmm. And I ended up losing all my money in the car, every every single penny. And, you know, I was devastated. Like I was just so depressed. Like, oh, I lost all this money. And, you know, how am I going to pay for school and like do all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. I'm out here in California. Um, and then I ended up getting on the show. You know what I mean? So I've just learned like, you know, it, it might seem bad at the moment. And, you know, so many people go through so much worse on a daily basis, you know. Uh, so it could always be it could always be worse. So that's something that kind of helps me, um, you know, deal with fail. Failure sucks, but it's it's, a, it's good for you. Love it. And and for you doing your startups, do you have people that are uh, helping you with it or is this right now just a uh, uh, just you? Well, you know, yeah, I, I got some awesome advisors on board with the last okay, one. Right. Um, you know, I had some great co-founders as well. I, I also have like mentors outside of um, what I'm doing. Derek Anderson, CEO of Startup Grind is one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I always I always look for people that can help me through everything and vice versa. Like I love I, I, I'm not super experienced, but whatever knowledge and or, you know, help on certain things that I've done that I can lend, I'm always happy to. That's awesome. So I'm looking at your 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 favorite three topics to talk about. We're gonna switch it up here a little bit. You said uh, yeah. hip hop was one of them. Oh yes, <laughs> let's talk about it. Who 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 are you loving right now in hip hop? Oh man. Um, well, one thing I am like so happy that's happening is Kanye West has renewed his Good Friday series where he drops a new song every Friday. Oh man, yeah. And the past two songs he has dropped, it's it's old Kanye. He even, he even references like this is old Kanye. Like <laughs> rappers cancel your plans. Like th- you're done. This this year is over for you. And oh my god, they're so good. It was real friends and no parties in L.A. So I I mean I love Kanye. I'm glad that he's bringing it back. I also love um, uh, Talib Kweli and Most Def. They were a duo called Black Star in the '90s, and uh, Talib has put out more stuff recently. So those are a couple that I love. Man, so you're actually talking about you know, kind of like underground, not mainstream hip hop, then is what you really like. I mean, no, I'm all over the board. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, I, love, over the board, I, right. I love Drake. I love J. Cole. Mm. I love Kendrick, you know, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. So my, my tastes kind of go from mainstream to not necessarily quite underground. Okay. Um, I just haven't been able to find a bunch of like, I guess, super, I mean, but what is underground these days? Like everything's on the internet, but right, um, that's true. You know, I love if I just hear something, I like it. I like it. You know, that's that's basically it. Nice. Yeah, I was actually just you know looking at the the the, the Meek Mill. You know, mm. you no know, coming out with another with another diss, I guess, against Drake. You know, 
Oh my gosh! I I read I read the lyrics on Rap Genius. I'm like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, I even commented. You actually you can actually see there on Rap Genius. Like, dude, what are you doing? Like, right. it's done. It's- like, just take the loss and move on, man. Like, come on, go chase those dreams. Stop messing with Drake. <laughs> wait, wait, six, seven months comes out with another just, hit. Yeah, like, come on, dude. And then like, no one cared. Like, literally, no one even cared. So. Who knows what that good yeah, is? That's that's good stuff. So so you're right now you said you're nineteen. Uh what what are you doing other than your startups and, and really trying to get out there with your other ambitions with the podcast and and uh uh building up your personal brand? What do you do for fun? Oh man, so I've I've recently after this past startup, I've realized like I gotta delve back into my passions. Okay. Um, you know, one of my passions is playing drum set. I love playing drum set. Uh, I've been playing since I was in about sixth grade, so I've I've tried to play. I'm I'm gonna try and play every day now. I love it so much. Um, another thing I'm super into is um, you know, men's style, men's fashion. So like reading GQ, um, checking out different suits and stuff like that. Uh, so those so those so those are some things I like. Of course, I love reading, um, uh, and obviously hip hop. So I've I've heard those three things. You know, <laughs> style, drumming, and hip hop. I've kind of like delved into and just kind of like indulging myself in my passions, which is actually one of those three areas is actually where I'd like to start my next startup in the in the next few years. So oh, that's awesome, and mm-hmm. that's interesting that you brought up that those are your passions. So you, would you say that entrepreneurism is more something that you can do? really well and uh put that at the forefront and then kind of do your passions along the way no you know i absolutely entrepreneurship is a passion of mine you know mm-hmm. I, I i consume so much startup material like I, w- I would say like of the content i consume 80 percent of it is startup related in terms of podcasts books articles and stuff the other 20 is like hip-hop and you know all those other things i mentioned <laughs> uh but I think that entrepreneurship should be the vehicle for pursuing the passion. So you, you do see some companies that, that are startups for startups, you know, that uh, have products or services that serve startups. But I see um, uh, startups like take Medium, for example. Medium is a popular uh, article blogging um platform started by Evan Williams, who right. was a co-founder of Twitter, right? Evan Williams has just a history of, he started Blogger. So he like started blogging and then reinvented it. Um, and he, so he has a passion for it, right? He knows it and he understands it. So that's not necessarily entrepreneurship, but he uses entrepreneurship as his vehicle to pursue and create his passions. You know, So every day he gets to wake up and be surrounded by great articles and like helping helping amazing um authors reach audiences in a new awesome way so in the same way if you're an entrepreneur you know so with my next company i'd like to wake up every day and maybe i'm i'm like doing something with drumming maybe i'm doing something with like men's fashion i don't know it's i i you just got to make it to where you wake up and it's that thing you're passionate about that's what really keeps you going i think okay so that's interesting so you're we're inside of John's head. And so, John, you're doing yeah. like a mix of, of what it is that you enjoy doing. And then you also get a sense or feel that, that, that there's possibly other people that are going to be, you know, uh, into it. And you kind of provide that service or what, what have you to getting mm-hmm. them to make whatever thing that they're trying to do easier. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. So right now, uh, how do you balance your time? You know, that's one of the big <laughs> things as far as entrepreneurship or just you know being a person in general life happens things come up what are you doing to really you know balance your time and make sure that you're being really disciplined 
Yeah, you know, that's something I've struggled with. I've I've struggled on the opposite end of spending too much time in the company and too much time, you know, uh, researching and not, you know, not being with friends and family and having time for myself. Like uh, during during the span of the company, which is about 10 months, I barely ever, you know, I, I didn't play drums at once. I didn't, um, you know, really dealt. I did, you know, indulge a little bit, but I, I stopped myself because I viewed it as a distraction. Right. And I viewed, you know, spending too much time out with my friends as a distraction versus like personal development. Like it's, it's healthy for you. You need a little bit of, so recently I've been trying and sleep, you know, stuff like that. So recently I've been trying to get more sleep. Um, I, I sleep roughly like nine to five now. So that's a a good, a good amount of hours. You know, I, I try and hang out with my friends, uh, once on the week, always like once on the weekend. Mm -hmm. So that way I'm like going out. Um, so, you know, and it's different for everyone. Some people need like a lot of sleep. Some people need no sleep. Some people, you know, they can't be uh, away from their family, which I, I, I can understand. Um, so you just got to like find what's right for you. But, uh, another thing that I don't think people realize is how many hours we have in the week. There's something right. like 163 hours. So you, you know, sleep out eight hours a day. You, you, um, do whatever, you know, work eight hours a day. And then you look at your day, your week, and you're like, "Holy crap! I still have so much time." Exactly. You can, you can easily start a podcast ten hours a week, or you can easily learn how to code, whatever it is. Um, so just realize you got a lot more time than you think you have, and balance it proportionally that in a way that works for you. Okay, I'm glad that you said that because you know that's that's also some something that I struggle with too, trying to find that balance of. Uh, I could be working on this more or, or should I go, you know, make myself known out there in public and, and, and see some of my friends and catch up with them. Now, for you, um, I like watching, you know, some TV shows here and there. One, one show that I that I love right now is Billions. And that, mm. and that came on uh, Showtime, I want to say, last week. And it's following the 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 the, the, the story of a, a hedge fund billionaire. And how he comes under fire from the uh, the attorney general, from the U.S. Hmm. attorney, and and he's trying and he's trying to you know catch him so he can shut him down because he has a feeling <laughs> he has a feeling that he's doing some things that he shouldn't be doing, hmm. and and so you get to see see that. And I watch TV shows because I I extrapolate you know information or or relevancy to what's happening in our everyday lives. Are you also watching TV or do you, or do you try to limit that? Yeah, man, that's, that's another thing. So I've realized, um, one thing I also, one of my other passions is comedy. It's not as strong as the others. Um, so, you know, I try and be able to feed that a little bit. Um, one, one show that my sister and I have been watching recently is Bob's Burgers. It's just like, just, just like a (laughs) stupid show about this guy who owns, uh, uh, a burger restaurant and his three kids work there. So, you know, I try and only, only watch that show like once a day if if anything um i actually just put on um i have an app called balance where you can track your daily habits and i put no netflix for a few days so i want to <laughs> definitely keep it under control because netflix is like dude you you take one sip and you just dive in like you it's hard, hard to stop yourself so i try and hold myself back a little bit but also you know indulge a little bit who doesn't want to laugh you know i like comedy so i should i should let myself kind of enjoy that a bit exactly who's your favorite comedian right now Oh my gosh, um, Hannibal Buress is really funny. Okay, yeah, yeah I, I like that uh, too. Yeah, Aziz Ansari too. He actually just came out with. Unfortunately, I ended up watching the whole freaking season, you know. Uh, but Aziz came out with a show called Master of None, which is uh, really, really funny. Kind of, 
I guess it's a dramedy, like a dramatic comedy, um, where he just kind of like examines life as a guy in his twenties in New York. So I yeah. won't lie, I, I, I binge watched that entire series too. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was really good writing. Aziz really has like an, um, it seems like an eye for that that kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like you know, you know, watching that show, he just like like you said, did a really good job of examining yeah. life through through the eyes of a a twenty something. You know, yippee out out in New York, and just how, yeah. like, I was watching. I'm like, damn, that reminds me so much of like things that have gone on in my life. Like, where exactly. is he? Like, where is he getting all this great content from? And then he just put out a book too about relationships. I'm like, man, he a, did a comedian talking about relationships and 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 all this. I'm like, wow, this guy is really up to something. So that so that's cool. So I, I wanted to ask you that because I guess there's, there's the notion that as an entrepreneur, you're supposed to you know, shut everything else out and mm-hmm. and and kind of like be one track focused and kind of ignore everything until you come out at the other end. So that's cool to hear that you have that balance in there. You know, you're still a young guy and you enjoy comedy and rap and who doesn't love rap? I mean, yeah, if I could go to a rap concert every day, I probably would. You know, it's just, yeah, it's same. just, it's just something that's really cool to enjoy. But um, so, John, I, that was, you know, a lot of stuff you were talking about there. I'm glad you're able to come on. Um, you seem like a really cool guy, and and I'm really excited to hear when your podcast comes out. Can you talk about that um, debut day again, so I can make sure I put that in the episode notes? Absolutely. So that's going to be on February 5th. Uh, it's going to be you know on iTunes, on Stitcher, all those awesome places. Um, we've got some awesome people coming on. Uh, one guy from Product Hunt, one of the hottest companies in Silicon Valley. Uh, so I'm super excited. It's uh, gonna be gonna be awesome. It's like I said, it's half story, so you could think like This American Life or um, Fresh Air for the first 15 minutes, and the latter 15 minutes is tactical, broken down advice for you to either replicate or influence what you're doing as an entrepreneur with your endeavors. That's really cool. And how else can we get in contact with you? Are you on Twitter or any other social media platforms? Yeah, just check me out on. Um, Twitter, my handle is at jfryofficial, J-F-R-Y-E official. Post a lot of stuff there. Awesome. Yeah, I noticed that you're you're my first guest that actually has the 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 Twitter official mark next to him. Woo, yeah. <laughs> That's compliments of ABC family. Or now it's free form apparently. Nice. But yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. First first Twitter official person and first reality star. So that knocking off two things today. There you go. Uh, so Take that bucket list. <laughs> so it was great having you on. Um, the final question I wanted to ask you is, you know, what is your definition of fulfilling life's yearnings? Here you are, 19, uh, doing a lot of things that, that people – or dreaming about doing, what would you say is your definition for that? Uh, well, first, that's a badass name, by the way. Fly, I love it. Oh, thank um, you. Uh, you know, so like I, I think about my, what's my yearning? My yearning is to create, uh, create something that dramatically improves the people's lives in the area that I'm passionate about. So like I mentioned, you know, fashion, hip hop, drumming. So if I can, if I can do something that, reaches a lot of people and really, really affects their life positively. For example, um, the first book I put out, Silicon Valley Survival Guide, I, I didn't get a whole lot of emails, but every once in a while, because I put my email in at the end of the book saying, if you ever need advice, just feel free to email me. Right. Um, and this guy emailed me and he's like, hey, man, um, 
I read your book and inspired me to apply to Drip University, all this stuff. So I, you know, got on Skype with him and um, it really, it really helped him. It really made an impact on him because he was in Florida and he wanted to move to Silicon Valley, which is what the whole book is about. Um, so doing that is fulfilling my life journey, satisfying the need, creating something from nothing that ends up affecting a it, Hopefully, as many people as possible in a really powerful way. That's that's how I fulfill my life's journey. That's awesome. That was John Fry. Again, John, thank you so much for coming on here, hanging out with me. We did it a little bit different today. Talked about you know your life and, and what you're into. So I, I think this will be something really fun to go back through and listen to again. But um, this is Blake Sway, your host of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. And John Fry was today's guest. Everything that he talked about will be in the show notes page um, on the website, fulfillinglifesyearnings.com forward slash John dash Fry. So again, John, thanks a lot for hanging out with us. Um, it was fun. It was a pleasure meeting you. And I look forward to checking out everything that you have coming on in the future. Dude, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. Talk to you soon. Sure. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to Fulfilling Life's Yearnings. I want to know what your biggest takeaway is, so please head on over to fulfillinglifesyearnings.com today and click on the show notes link for today's episode, which is located on the homepage, and leave a comment. The show notes page is where you can find the resources mentioned during the show and will be very valuable for you on your own journey. To stay up to date about what's happening, please subscribe to my newsletter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And while you're subscribing on iTunes, it would definitely mean a lot to me if you would leave a review to show future potential listeners of Fulfilling Life's Yearnings what you think as your voice helps them decide if Fulfilling Life's Yearnings is right for them. Now it's in your hands. Are you ready to fly? Until next episode, stay in the zone and make today a fly day by taking action on your dreams. <laughs>